welcome back to the Impact Relationships Podcast. I'm so glad that you're taking some time out of your day to tune in and to slow down more importantly. If you take anything away from this podcast episode, slow down, enjoy life more, and just be present. Accept things as they are, not as they should be, not as they ought to be. It just is what it is. There's this thing called radical acceptance that's awesome. Implement it in your life and just see what happens. Now, have you ever heard the term emotional intelligence? It's kind of this buzzword that's going around now in the psychology world and the parenting world and romantic relationship world. Now, maybe I just geek out about these things because I do and I'm kind of a relationship nerd, self-proclaimed and I love it, but it's what I do and I hear this term so often and I'm not sure that people always understand what this means. Now. When we're talking about intelligence, typically people think about intellect. There's IQ scores that measure things like processing speed and working memory, all these aspects, verbal comprehension that measure someone's intelligence or intellect. But there's other types of intelligence. There's social intelligence. There's emotional intelligence. And when we're talking about emotional intelligence, what I'm referring to is someone's capacity to recognize and be aware of their own emotions and once they're aware of them to be able to be responsive to their emotions to express their emotions in a way that's congruent with what they're experiencing in their life and in a way that's positive and healthy for them not reactively now if we look at some textbook definitions Here's one textbook definition of this. It says, is the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. So empathetically, right? The ability to connect with someone, to sit in their experience with them without having to fix it, without having to solve it, without pulling back or withdrawing or allowing my emotions to become dependent upon someone else's emotions. Now, there's a lot of nuance between different therapeutic modalities, clinical jargons, and so many terms I could insert right here that basically say the same thing, but there's a lot of theologists, clinical models, therapists, researchers that would disagree with me by saying this is the same as this, and they're probably right, but for all intents and purposes, who cares? We're talking about emotions in this situation now it's one thing to be aware of emotions it's another thing to be responsive to our emotions have you ever had the experience of talking to someone and asking them like how are you feeling fine i'm good and it's like whoa like you're not good but you have no idea that you're not good right now or trying to talk with someone like i can see that you're really upset i know that if we had just changed this it doesn't need to be changed Right? And they get almost reactive when you're trying to solve or help them see what's happening with their emotions. There's this art of emotional intelligence that when we can become aware of what we're experiencing, whether that is whatever emotion. And if you're looking for a really good tool, pause this podcast and go and Google emotion will. And you're going to get this will that's going to come up that has all these different emotions in it that'll help you break down what emotion you're experiencing. Highly recommend using it. It's a really effective and useful tool. Now, so if you're not aware of what you're experiencing emotionally, 
insert emotion wheel here, go check that and see what am I experiencing emotionally, and then take a step back and think, is this reality? Like is my emotion reflective of reality right now? Is this based off of something I've experienced in the past? Either way, your emotion's valid and it's important, but it can change what you decide you wanna do with that emotion. And it's okay if in the moment it's like, I wasn't even thinking, it kinda just happened. Well, let's take a step back now after the fact. Right, was how you responded, how you're about to respond, is that what's congruent with what you value with who you are as a person? Is the way you're perceiving and thinking about a situation, is it right? What are some other ways you can think about this situation? How true do you think your thought is? How true do you think these alternative thoughts are? How representative do you think your emotions are of the current situation? What do you think other people might be experiencing emotionally in this moment? Now, these are good questions. Write these things down about a situation if you're struggling with this. And then seek to understand, sit with someone else in their experience and whatever it is, it could sound something as simple as this. You know, yesterday when we were talking, I recognized that I was feeling angry and overwhelmed. And I think I just felt like I wasn't good enough in that moment. And I didn't respond in the best way. I'm sorry. Can you help me understand what's going on for you? You seem to be having a hard time. And just see what they say back. They may say, I wasn't having a hard time. Or they'll be like, yeah, it was really hard. But you're going to get an expression reaction back from them. When that comes back, you have the opportunity to sit with them. It's not the time to solve it. It's not the time to try and justify what you were thinking and prove that you were right. Either of those is probably gonna create defensiveness, resentment, withdrawing, escalating versus just sitting with it. Thanks so much for sharing that with me. I'm glad that you're letting me know how you're feeling. I didn't know that you were so angry. That must've been really hard to feel that way or to feel like I was X, Y, Z, whatever that moment, right? There's so many examples that come out of that. But emotional intelligence, right? This awareness of your own emotions, this willingness to be responsive and to sit in experiences with yourself and with other people. It's amazing. It is amazing. Now, there are books written on this. I've worked at different places that call Here's the approach, these five steps to help someone work through a problem when they're in an emotionally regulated state. Here's this step by steps on how to coach your child on how to have emotional intelligence. Here's these step by steps on how to help your romantic partner have emotional intelligence. There's validity to all these steps. And kind of what I've said in this podcast, that could be a great place to start. If you find yourself struggling, like this isn't working, send me an email at help at impactfulcounseling.com or visit impactfulcounseling.com, hit the contact us, send us a button, send us a message. I don't know what I just said there that says, I need help understanding emotional intelligence. I'll have myself or one of my colleagues follow up with you. We'd love to talk with you about this or to set up a time that we can, we can sit down and you can understand your situation and help you find a pathway forward in your own life that works for you. Now, as always, this podcast is not counseling, this is not therapy, and this is not advice or information specific to you and your circumstance. It's simply information and information that I hope that you find impactful. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to share this podcast with, well, yourself. Listen to it again if you found it helpful, and share it with someone else that you think might benefit as well. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to having you back on future episodes. Mm-hmm.